0: Should we be adding more plastic into the ocean? Should women be allowed to speak in public? Is nuclear warfare good?
1: Family man, yeah. Welcome to The Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going?
0: Scott, I am kind of in like birthday hangover because I had a birthday yesterday. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to do a lot of chit-chat here um, because we have a special guest with us. And I know, I, I don't mean to build this up, but You know, we've had, like, Gary Chapman on our show, Russ Lee, the uh, head singer from New Song, you know, the producer from Mayberry Man, the movie. Um, We had the guy who was a passenger on the airplane that crashed into the Hudson. We've had a comedian, a professional balancer. We even had a dad from Canada. Uh, But I'm super excited to have Andy DeNoon with us today. He is a... Well, I'll tell you how I met him and I've never met him in person, but lots of you guys have t-shirts that say you to dad or family man on the front. And, uh, for the last couple of years, several years, we've been using a company called Sunday. Cool. Scott, you have a family man, uh surf shop shirt. And isn't it do. like the best shirt you've ever had?
1: Yes. I love it.
0: It is. They're the most comfortable shirts. Well, um, somewhere along the way, I started seeing these advertisements, maybe or little clips from Sunday cool. And they featured this guy with long hair and a long beard covered in tattoos called Cool Carl. And you know, when I saw it, I thought, oh, he must be one of those guys they helped out, you know, and brought him out of the gutter or something. But no, that's not true. He's just an amazing guy. And then this other guy. It was like his sidekick at first. I mean, that's how I was introduced. Andy, they do a a, a weekly um, YouTube short and they have a podcast and it is the most creative thing almost that I've ever seen. And so, Andy, it is a pleasure to have you on the show.
2: Uh, Scott, thank you so much for having me. I'm psyched to be here. This well,
0: awesome. ha- tell us a little bit about you and how you got connected to Sunday Cool.
2: Absolutely. Well, I was, uh, I'm so glad you mentioned, um, the Canadian dad, because I was actually born near Canada, Canada, Canada. Canada, (laughs) What did I just say?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah.
2: I was actually born in Whitefish, Montana. And so I'm just glad that I'm now, um, you know, still sticking it to the Canada people. Um, (laughs) but uh, I'm a a 29 year old dude that lives in Florida. Uh, and I work at Sunday cool. I'm a content coordinator here, but first and foremost, I am a follower of Jesus. I, I have a wife that I've been married to for almost 11 years, and I have two beautiful daughters that are eight and five uh, that are just the the funniest, literally funniest people I know in my whole entire life. And so, um, yeah, man, I just get to make videos and content for a living, and I have an absolute blast getting to do it because I hang out with people like you and uh, just be able to just have fun and goof off for a living. So that's just a little bit about me.
0: Well, how'd you start? I mean, because let me just read some of these podcast titles. This is they're the best in the world. Should babies own guns? Uh, Should women own land? Should we be adding more plastic into the ocean? Should women be allowed to speak in public? Is nuclear warfare good? Are the people from the South dumb? Was Jeffrey Dahmer all that bad? Should we outlaw wheelchairs? And it goes on and on and on. Listen, and- we listen Todd, we hit we, we asked the hard hitting questions, okay?
2: <laughs> the questions that everyone else is afraid to ask. And uh the funny thing is about that is Josh it was Josh's idea. He's so funny, where he came up with the idea of he's like, Man, we wanna we wanna make fun of those clickbaity videos where it's like you're not gonna believe what happened, or it's like mm-hmm. something crazy. And so we knew we would have to have a funny clickbaity question that get people to think, wait, what? And then as soon as we address it, we immediately just like, we talk about it for two minutes and that's it. And then we're on with it. And we obviously agree with the correct side of the argument, but it's still, it's just a, I so we I haven't that. listened
0: to episode 62, but it should, it says, should women be allowed to drive? And I assume your conclusion is no, <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. but you know, you guys do such a great job. You're so fun together. And really, you know, for someone who does uh, several podcasts a week and um, newsletters a week, it's a lot. <laughs> your brain must be tapped out. I mean, after a couple of years of doing this, this is, that's a lot of creativity.
2: That's something that I've been trying to understand a little bit more because I never, I was a youth pastor before I got this job. And so I was a youth pastor for about seven years and I was working in youth ministry and it was so much fun. It was so easy to come up with ideas, I feel like, in that area because you just have so much material. You have students that you can, you know, that you can pull from. But whenever I started doing these videos, I came to the conclusion, I was like, oh man, maybe I am talented at writing a little bit and maybe that's something, a skill I can start working on and start, you know, polishing a little bit. And coming with that is also the ability to understand when am I creative? How do I work best? And so, and if you look in my phone, you can look at the notes app and it looks like I'm probably some type of metal case or something because (laughs) I take notes on every single thing. And I'm just, if I made a joke that I noticed that I'm like, oh man, that's made several people laugh and I've made it at church. I'm like, that could make for a good video or a good line or something or I usually it starts off I come up with a million bad ideas but one of them Josh will be like oh that's gold and then mm. he's able to filter that out and so coming up and you know just never stop creating ideas and then knowing that 99% of them are absolute garbage but you know every once in a while you find that really good gem and and it gives you motivation to start thinking outside the box and also just taking it in other people's content too finding people that I've found that I that truly make me laugh I'm able to Get inspired from them and say, Oh, wow, they took a direction because you, you get in this rut writing the same way year after year. And it's like, you need to, you know, if you want to expand your audience, if you want people to stop scrolling, you got to think differently. You got to think outside the right. box. So we may not be doing it super well, but we're, we have to put out a podcast and a sketch each week. And that's the goal we've set. So good or bad, it's going to keep coming and we're going to keep trying to learn, which is, it's just a blast. I love being a student of
0: it. Well, I think what's interesting about your uh, podcast and your YouTube videos is that I don't like really the word edgy because edgy, sometimes I feel like (laughs) people try to be edgy on purpose and, you know, it comes across as not clickbaity, but they're trying to go somewhere with it. I don't feel that way with you guys. I feel like you guys are real and it feels authentic and sometimes that realness feels a little edgy does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah
2: i mean you think about it it's and, and that's the biggest thing we always try to say be authentic be genuine and it's so easy to say like people say that about our podcast and i would like to say it but it just sounds like you know like everyone says that It's a very cliche thing we're right. you know, we're just real um mm-hmm. but and obviously we're not high energy all the time like we are on the podcast but i mean it's just i i compared to like, if you're going to a, you know, a birthday dinner with one of you, you know, some of your best friends is like, you're going to, you're going to have a certain energy. You're going to want to bring a joy, a happiness and a, a positivity and a kind of a quick wittedness, your, your best self to this party so that everyone has a fun time so we can all enjoy it. And so that's the kind of energy I try to bring. And I know Josh tries to bring into the podcast where it's like, we, we were already having these conversations, but now we just have five cameras pointed at us. And so it's, it's a cool opportunity to be able to build a community through that way as well. And just because we are being real, we are talking about real things and it's absolutely blown up in the past year. So we're able to talk about how it feels to be on a podcast when we're completely, I mean, speaking for myself, at least very dumb people, um, that just are having fun talking with their friends.
0: Right, right. Well, and I, you know, and you really, you say some pretty poignant things. I mean, I, you had a short, uh on your wednesday video i don't know how many weeks ago maybe four um that was on the prosperity preacher um (laughs) you know and it was it was so good it was so insightful not because a lot of people don't totally see all that but um i think it was really brave because you know there are a lot of people who who buy that stuff and um you know i assume you could get complaints but you still did it, and you still did it in a fun way, really thought-provoking way.
2: Yeah, I, I, we love taking digs at those guys because one, I have a problem when people pick on young youth pastors who just maybe don't know what they're doing. If it's a, it's in a hurtful um, manner, but it's like those guys—they know better. They know what they're doing, and they are truly manipulating the gospel. It's like I don't have a res- any, we just don't have respect for that. And so, if we can do it in a way where we we make a joke at them, but also share a truth in a funny way and you know hopefully like people will be like okay yeah this is like if you look at it I didn't even edit that video um, (laughs) out of context it's in um, chronological order as that I I listened to the sermon took notes I can show you the notes it's crazy and I'm looking at this I'm like none of this is out of context I'm like you could look this up this is crazy to me and so to be able to you know to have fun making points and you know, stirring the waters a little bit, but also just kind of, I don't know, like saying things we've all wanted to say, you know, well, Maybe. I think, I don't know. you
0: know, I don't know if you would call your, uh, what you do, but it's really observational, you know, it's kind of an observational humor where like you talk about being a youth pastor, you know, you've been a part of that culture. You see some of the funny things that pastors say and do, and you kind of accentuate it. And and actually, it's not really even that accentuated uh, because you just do it with a straight pace and it's so, so good.
2: Yeah, it's, we try to characterize it as much as we can. Um, like the one we're dropping uh, today at 10 o'clock, it's literally, we're just doing our silly voice, like the widowy kids, like we're talking <laughs> like, you know, and just being cringy and boys bragging and how we sound and just being goofy. And it's like, we all just understand. It's like, we're just two dudes just trying to make people laugh and it's yeah. it, it is not that serious at all, and we're lucky that God even wants us to do this at all and that's the cool thing is that we're able, we're actually all we're all involved in churches i go i'm doing a youth group tonight I'm speaking at a you know event on friday so it's if I wasn't involved in ministry and if I wasn't doing these things and seeing it, I would have a hard time making fun of it it was it just mm-hmm. wouldn't, it, would, it wouldn't feel right, but just knowing that like you know being sure of our calling and my calling right and understanding that. Uh, these things are obvious, they're relatable. People can look at this and say, like, I thought it was kind of, I throw in a one line that I'm like, I think this is funny because it's funny in my experience and maybe somebody will get it. And then I find out like there's like thousands of people like, oh my gosh, my pastor does that too. And so uh, it's just uh, affirming to have it be so relatable to people. Well,
0: and I think again, you know, the teaching part, sometimes we have as Christians, we've kind of give you all that material. You know, we try to be so right that we sometimes sound funny you know when you actually look at it
2: yeah i think there's a lot of funniness and just the confidence that christians have and what is wrong what is right and their willingness not even like the the right for like we have to talk about this it's like no we really don't like you could talk about it to a person you mm-hmm. don't have to type it though and so i love just getting that chance to be able to to have some people divided because even in the prosperity preachers video, you like, you had people like, how dare you make fun of a man of God? And it's like, listen, like, <laughs> I'm like, we were being, I feel like pretty easy. If anything, yeah, we were were. Just like literally complimenting, him. Yeah, uh, but we we're just doing it in a sarcastic way. And so it's, yeah. uh, it, it's just funny how we do choose to get, you know, we pick what frustrates us and outrages us and choose to ignore the much bigger problems.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I assume that, uh, and again, uh, we might be talking, uh, you're going to have to go, uh, Dad, you're going to have to go listen to to and watch some of these to to see what we're talking about. But I would assume that one of your most popular characters is Karen. Can you describe, mm-hmm. can you tell us about Karen?
2: Well, Karen was kind of birthed out of literally us just having a wig around here and we just wanted someone kind of just a, a southern sassy woman for a video. And then um, with our whole devotional thing that got Mixed up with Lifeway and Matt Walsh, we had a lot of people getting really angry at what we did, and for no reason. And our fans started classifying them as Karens, and so we just uh, had an idea to promote a video for the next day and kind of address the drama. I was like, we just need to address, we just need to address the Karens, and so I put on a sweater, put on the wig, and it just the girl that talks. It's crazy how easily it is for me to snap into it. Maybe well, t- t- tell us what Karen, about let
0: yeah. Karen talk for a second.
2: Yeah, well, just uh, l- listen, I'll tell you a little bit about me. Um, Karen is um, a middle-aged woman from the Midwest. She is uh, the mother of six beautiful homeschooled children, of course. And um, she, you know, she has, she has a lot of confidence and she's going to let you know about it. And if she has a problem, she's also going to let you know about that too.
1: <laughs> that's good that's kind of what Karen is. She's a no
2: nonsense woman
1: uh, oh, oh, and you
0: know the way you laugh for her and uh
2: <laughs> the thing is that my like when we first did the first Karen video, I was like, uh, I said like you know we have bloopers, and so I always try to make Josh laugh or make him like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so I said something, and that was like kind of a giggle at the end of it. It was my authentic giggle, and so now anytime he hear's the Karen giggle in a real vo like I'm in a real conversation, and I'll be at a dinner. And then I'll snicker and they're like, oh, there's the Karen laugh. I'm like, okay, no, no that's just my laugh.
0: <laughs> but she's so funny. I mean, it is kind of, you know, and the funny part is, or part of the funny part is, is that they can't see what you look like right now, but but you have this big long beard and Karen has this big long beard, you know, and but she's not aware of that when she is Karen. And I just think it's, it just works so, so well.
2: Absolutely. I think, uh, one of the first videos that she went crazy for was uh, the church complaints video. Right, and that was we we actually asked people send in what's the craziest church complaint you've ever got. We didn't edit anything, and mm. it was basically like I heard I read the complaint and then I just improv on top of everything, and it's just because it won. It is real. There, like we, we're a person like that. We know somebody who complains like that, and so to be able to, it's nice to be able to bring her back every now and then for topical things that uh i'm I'm trying to save her for whenever i see the christians outraged by the next starbucks cup or the next chick-fil-a <laughs> movement it's like i'm like i can't wait to bring her out and just make it like can we just see how ridiculous we're being right now because karen just-
0: is a hundred percent in i mean she's like yeah. you know i mean i can't believe they didn't have the right creamer at church you know absolutely. I, i'm not gonna make a big deal about it but i'm not coming back you know yeah, yeah absolutely yeah
2: she's She's one of those people, you know, like, I, I won't say anything. I don't want to share all the details, but she's that type of person. Like, you know, I, they asked me not to share, but.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I felt like occurring just the other day because uh, the other day I picked up a box of Cracker Jack. And I don't know if you're old enough, Andy, but a box of Cracker Jacks mm-hmm. used to have like a prize inside of it. Now you get a box of Cracker Jack and it advertises a prize. So I thought, oh, I'll show my grandkids this. We opened it up and it was a sticker that you could get a free download off the internet. And I'm like, what is this? You know, why would they? What has this yeah, world come
2: to? Yeah, but the Cracker Jack. Where's Cracker Jill? Yeah, come exactly. On. Okay,
0: come on. And that's actually a real
2: thing now, apparently. They're bringing uh, Cracker Jill in, so. Yeah, I love it. It seems reasonable.
0: It seems reasonable.
2: We're never going to run out of the material for Karen, that's for sure.
0: Well, tell us, I mean, again, the guys really have to go and watch your YouTube videos. You can just go to sundaycool.com and, you know, it has all the links there. Look under Cool Carl. But, I mean, it's a great connection to Sunday Cool. What's so cool about Sunday Cool?
2: Well, uh, when I first learned about them, I was a youth pastor and I was watching their videos and I had ordered their t-shirts and I was just impressed by just the overall uh, aesthetic of that company and just the vibe. It was a young company and they they weren't afraid to make the fart jokes or make their company look silly. Like they just were unashamed of who they were and they loved Jesus. And I was like, man, these guys, people, are. I would love to support them. And so when I got the opportunity to work here, I just was blown away by the leadership just saying okay we we're not hiring necessarily for the skill that we see like we're we're hiring the person mm. whatever skills they bring that's great awesome let's do it and so i was one of those hires and to see those other people that were here based on because of who they were as a people their work ethic their creativity there was so much freedom given within the company to say we've been given this we've never thought we're we're not this good but yet we keep doubling every year so let's figure. Let's just try to be good stewards. Let's have fun while we're doing it. So, so you, able-
0: no, I was just gonna just reiterate. So if you need some amazing shirts created by non-skilled people, uh, Sunday Cool <laughs> is the place for you guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. So well, now we're able to have the chance we're big enough where we can we can you know start looking at for skilled people also, <laughs> right. right, so, right. And, and start you know teaching them. We have um, mm. we have some people that have been with us from the get go. Oh, geez, that are just training up these young people that are just working around in this area. and We're having fun. They're feeling like a family and they're people who are, you know, working in completely different departments now that have discovered a a gift set that they never even knew or saw a passion that they, you know, that they're really excited about and they're working with people. And so to make, I mean, I I have the opportunity where it's if we can make a youth pastor's day and we have a crazy idea to pay for a pizza party or to give this person a, a, you know, a gift card or, Fly some a youth pastor out to go to Disney. Like we have the ability to do that because Steve, the president, who he's just uh, built this environment where we are full of just fun and uh, freedom, and a, it's just a it's a cool opportunity because we're we're not going to be moving in a direction that we're unsure without having a conversation. Like there's we're 120 employees within six years of you know being a mom of pop shop and. There's not a decision that isn't communicated once a month to the whole company, of just, hey, this is kind of where we're going. This is what we're doing. Doors wide open if you need to talk. So it feels like, that's all that cliche again about just being a family. That's that's what it is. It's super Mm -hmm. cool.
0: Well, uh, we're just about out of time, and I I often like to ask. So you you know, you mentioned you have two kids. Um, So what's the the best part of being a dad, and maybe the hardest part of being a dad. I know that I, I didn't tell you I was going to ask those questions. Um, no you're good. <laughs> so, I, I,
2: yeah, being a dad is really um, my favorite thing in the whole entire world to do. It's I wish I could do it full time, but mm. I would say the best thing about being the hardest. I would say the hardest part about being a dad is definitely it's a uh, confrontation of yourself every single day to say, "Man, you've got to just you've got to suck it up." And you've got to work hard on what you need to do. You can't, Mm. you can't just keep saying, I'm going to get better at this. It's like, no, no. Like you're putting off spiritual growth. You're putting off a relationship, getting stronger between you, a bond, getting stronger. You're putting off all of these things day by day by saying, I'm going to fix this tomorrow about myself. I'm going to ignore this one more more day. That's the hardest part is you have to Mm. truly deny yourself. You have to accept Jesus and you have to allow him to transform you no matter how hard it may be. Um, mm. I would say the best part, though, is being able to, the obvious answer is seeing them succeed and see them grow and do better than you did, but also um, them just having the successful childhood that hopefully Jesus would be proud of, like that maybe you mm. never got, and that's something that you like. you're able to, I don't have a relationship with my parents, really, and so I'm able to, in my prayer time, look throughout my day and look at my kids and the joy they have and the relationship they have with their mom and, and just be able to know that God is truly proud of not only myself and my actions and my commitment to him and to the kids, and my family, but to the growth and excitement of thank you for doing your job. <laughs> Cause it's, it's mm-hmm. your job. You signed up for it. So it's like, it's, I mean, pat on the back for something mm-hmm. that you're supposed to do, but it's just cool to see, be part of something in the future. Cause I know God has a huge plans for them. And if I have a part in that, then it's like, I'm going to try to play that the best I can.
0: Wow. Well said. Well said. Well, Andy, thanks for joining us. Make sure you say hi to to Josh and to cool Carl and to Karen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope everybody comes and visits you over at sundaycool.com.
2: I appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me and I you know, love the pod. Dude. This is awesome. This is super great. Well, thank you.
0: Well, Scott, I'm just always, you know, uh, and maybe I always end these interviews this way. I'm, I just always feel inspired um, because, you know, these two guys, uh, actually, it's several guys, you know, they haven't been really doing them, the, uh, the podcast for that long. I think they have 60 some episodes. So, you know, maybe a year's worth, maybe a little bit longer than that. Maybe they <laughs> migrated and started over again. But I always just think it's fun when uh, some guy gets to do what God's created him to do even though it looks different than what you might think it would be. And I know, Scott, uh, I, this is putting you on the spot. I, I remember one time someone asked me, or they were so impressed. They were at one of the homeschool conventions I was at, and they picked up my card and my business card, and they go, oh, wow, you have a podcast? And I'm like, Yeah. Not everyone can have a podcast, um, you know. But the truth is, everybody can have a podcast. And if you're thinking about putting together a podcast, because I meet guys all the time who say that, you know, Scott really is the guy they should see. So, Scott, you know, tell us. I mean, I know you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when I was gone. But you know, if somebody's interested in a podcast, how might they start, and how might they get a hold of your services?
1: Send me an email at scott at unsocializedmedia.com and we can get the ball rolling. I've got a couple of free resources that I'm rolling out and then I'm working on a paid course that will be, I'm, I'm beta testing it at, at the moment. So if you know you want to jump in and try and skip the learning curve to become a professional level podcaster, then we can get you set up right away. Uh, if you want to be one of the beta testers, you get a hugely discounted price for the, the course, but that's rolling out soon.
0: Well, and, you know, I, I just encourage people because I know lots of dads or lots of men, um, they think they have to get all their ducks in a row to begin. And really, I think the most important part is just starting. Um, you know, the truth is you're going to start a podcast and you're only going to get your, your, you know, your friends to listen to it. And some of them are only going to listen to it because you pressure them into it. But then you just keep plugging. You get plugging and then, you know, after you've done it for like 15 years, like we have, you get up to like 25 listeners a week, Uh, you know, uh, and some of your friends are no longer your friends anymore, Uh, (laughs) you know, Um, but it's just, I just encourage dads to take the first step. So contact Scott, you know, he can get you started and then you start talking and find out who else out there needs to be encouraged by what you have to say. So just do it. Well, hey, we're out of time. Thanks for listening, Dad. Thanks for doing whatever you do. And maybe maybe you're just, you know, you got a job and you you don't have any aspirations to have a podcast or to make a big splash. Man, I believe that's what God has really called us to. You know, where he says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. What you're doing is a good, good thing. Um, So keep being the dad. Keep loving your wife, even when it's hard. And I know it's hard. And do it because you did, Dad.
1: And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for The Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week.
2: A haircut, you hippie yeah, Exactly, I'm, I'm here for it.
1: I will heckle you all day again. long if I can. So, beautiful. Hey, have a great awesome, day,
2: guys.